So anything domestic. When anything a thing, everything that you say. Is See, don't do that, Stephen. Man, you got, you got edit. Not a thing. Everything like. Gary is not a thing, man. Edit. Yo, yo, yo. So we're here at <laughs> Stephen's podcast. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey all If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hi guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. We're here in studio with Dr. Carice Hanley. Yes. <laughs> Look, listen, I, I don't know, I don't know. Should I am, I, I am. You gotta claim it, you gotta claim it. I'm Dr. Carice Hanley. The I doctor am. of dance, mm-hmm. um, uh, professional, super awesome. La, that's a lot. Vibes professional. That, ooh, I love, that's, that could be my profession for real. Okay, vibes professional. professional. Yeah. Carries Elizabeth Hanley. Welcome to the show. Carice. I'm not claiming Elizabeth. Hi. Oh, that's Everybody yes. saying, you know, they call me brother Elizabeth. Elizabeth, for yeah, sure. Tajal Elizabeth Smith. He don't like it. Nobody likes it. Nobody no. likes to be called Elizabeth. Why Elizabeth? You couldn't find a nicer name, like, like an well, African like kind of. Sasha. No, that's taken. No, that's whack. Like, like Sat. Man, no. what, what, what would be your African name? Nguma. Nguma. <laughs> yeah, that's Welcome, really. Caris Nguma. Dr. Caris Nguma. Dr. of Dance. Caris Nguma. Okay, look, we've been making a lot of jokes. Guys, yes, okay. Caris is here to talk about. Caris is here to talk about passion. We talk about um, dance. We talk about art. We talk about everything that's to do with creativity. Yeah, yeah, and other stuff. And other stuff. But before we get into that, we're going to have our fact of fiction section and we're going to give Carice, Doctor of Dance, Carice Hanley, <laughs> um, we're going to give her five statements and we're going to ask if they're true or if they're false. <clears throat> These questions are based, some of them are dance questions and others are just music, music questions. Lord, I wish, I wish there wasn't dance questions. Cause if I get these here wrong, no, it's not like, really. It's not like it's not like common knowledge. Okay, good. Go ahead. Let's go. Don't worry about it. All right, so let's go. Number one, run it. Enya, one of the world's biggest best-selling artists, sold over one million albums, but never went on tour. <gasps> Enya, one of the world's best-selling artists, sold over one million albums, but had never went on tour. True or false? Enya, where's Enya from? I don't know where Enya is from. Okay. Mm. I think it's in Europe. Sold over one million albums and one hundred million. One hundred million albums. And never went on tour. True or false? True. True. Absolutely. Yes. One right. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. Do this. All right. Professional backup dancers make a little over seventy thousand dollars per year on average. False. Professional. That is. <laughs> that is false. false. <laughs> That is absolutely. It's sad that it's false because I think they deserve it. It's a lot of work, a lot it of is, hours, a lot yeah. of energy every day. Yeah. All right. But the base salary for backup dancers ranges from $28,519 oh, yes. to $42,886, mm-hmm. with the average base salary of $34,599. Mm-hmm. At least Carice knows that. See? Uh, oh, praise God. Yeah. Two right. Two How much two. we have? Five? Five. Let's go. Oh, Down yes. Road. We have for the year. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Most dance 
careers usually last 15 to 20 years. Most dance careers usually last 15 to 20 years. Trophies. Um, That's all right. Sometimes people start like when they're five, between five and 10 and up until you're 35. Anything. Yeah, true. It's absolutely 100% true. People usually, you know all this stuff. People usually begin know. dancing. I'm a doctor. What are you saying? I it's know true. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. It's cool for this. All right. People usually begin dancing professionally around age 19, and the average age to transition to a different career is 34. Mm-hmm. All right. You see, you don't win the game. Number four. <laughs> Number four. Music, painting, poetry, literature, and architecture all used to be part of the modern Olympic Games from 1912 to 1948. Music, painting, poetry, literature, and architecture all used to be a part of the modern Olympic Games from 1912 to 1948. 1912 to 1948? Mm-hmm. True or false? True. True, 100%. Carice, this wasn't even... Don't... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, last but not least, number five. Fidel Castro banned the Beatles and other bands in Cuba in 1964. Fidel Castro banned the Beatles and other bands in Cuba in 1964. True or false? Uh, that sounds Fidelish. True. Fidelish, wow. True. <laughs> it's absolutely true. And yeah. Carice, you've won the game. You're oh. Five on five. Oh, man. I've, and you oh, were worried. Gosh, I feel like a champion. I could do anything now. You could now. do anything now. Listen. The thing is, he changed his mind two years later. I wonder why. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he did. He unbanned them. Um, I mean, the Beatles is a hot group, so... Like, yeah. Them girls was probably on him like, Fidel, you can't, you can't ban the Beatles. We love the Beatles. I'm not entertaining you right now. Okay, that's <laughs> not good. Good. And it's the same them girls. When I was growing up, I remember hearing, like, people say, like, oh, you know, God, this kind of way of serving God is the only way to serve God. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, uh, but... But these people over here never hear about Jesus yet. Yeah, yeah. So, like, all of them in hell? That's what I used to think, too. Like, and you got such pe- so, um, people who are so beautiful. Like, their spirits are so beautiful. And pure. And exactly. And it's and like, you're going, going hell? I don't want you to go hell. <laughs> like, you're going to burn forever? Forever. Dying soon. Not even for, like, a decade, like, a ten years, but forever. Like forever. Yeah. Infinity plus beyond. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, you know, it's funny because all the time I've been going to church, right? Mm-hmm. The closest I've ever felt to God is when I remember one time I was taking pictures. It was up Wingfield Mount, Wingfield mm-hmm. River. Mm-hmm. I was by myself, mm-hmm. just taking pictures. And I swear, that is when I felt like closest to God. I wasn't up there on a job. Yeah. I was just like. Oh, yeah. I was just and, uh, doing yeah. what I love to do and like and yeah I've had like those moments where it's just your body like I don't know it's just a sensation to your body like you just gratitude to the highest power yes and it's like to me sometimes uh, with religion mm-hmm. it's just a practice like you're thinking so much it's not really feeling and experiencing and being truly grateful for what's happening to you in your life and it sometimes it doesn't come from a genuine place mm-hmm. it comes from a place of I have to do this yeah. because but not like working on yourself and really having a true relationship with God and the universe and it being natural to you and it flowing natural from your system sure. you know you think it's like you're, you're following a bunch of you know it's like I, I feel like sometimes religion becomes like a bunch of rules 
yeah. right? And it's not even a bunch of rules that you want to follow because you didn't have a hand in creating any of them, right? Mm-hmm. They don't feel it. They come from inside of you mm-hmm. and you actually like laying it flow out of you, but more or less like you're taking it from outside of you. Somebody tells you something exactly. and you're bringing it. Exactly. Like you're trying to conform. Exactly. Yes, yeah. And I think like you talk, you talk about gratitude and like I feel on the highest level too because it's like, imagine I get to do on a daily basis what I actually love, love doing. Yeah. Like nobody forcing me to do it. Like, I mean, someday you're working for these clients and you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Oh. I understand. All, you know, it all like that. suns and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, you know, every and, day. And, and, and my little ponies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> every, every day, day jumping no. on the horse. No, know? no, no. But like, it's just like, Still, there's still a level of gratitude because mm-hmm. even within the, the, the commercial endeavor, like even within like the making of the money, mm-hmm. you're still able to kind of express your love. Yeah. And I just still get super scared. Like, man, I, I just like the other day, we had, we had this job, we were doing something for, um, I think it's the CHDA, which is the Caribbean Hotel Tourism Administration. And mm-hmm. to me, right, when, like, I mean, before the job, I was like, I was like, hype, I was like, <laughs> Why I'm, I hope I don't forget to do listen, this. Listen, listen, I know, yeah. And it's like I need to pay attention. I need to make sure, like, I got all these. What is my plan? <laughs> like, where I walk with, how I can get this done? Like, I really hope may mess this up. <laughs> you know, and and it's like it's it's funny because when you when you're in that mode, you're paying attention. Like, you're completely engaged. Like people yeah. say. Like when you're scared, it, that people normally think of it as a bad thing. Like, I got stage fright. Uh-uh. Them kind of friends keep you, you yeah. keep you bound. Yeah, because you can't mess it up. I can't keep mess you it on your up. your toes for real. I know you don't feel like you're that no more. That's just for us Who? amateurs. <laughs> That's just jokes. For, That's just for us amateurs, Chris. Jokes, the pressure. And then when you start to overthink and um, think how people going to look yeah. at it and what they're going to criticize and if they're going to like it. And oh, yeah. I don't think that ever go. <laughs> what do you mean? So you still feel that? Why do you still feel like people, like you still feel like the burden of people critiquing your work? That's you still. Ah, uh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, I think I reached to a stage like when I first started, like choreographing and dancing and doing things. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. I had those feelings a lot more. Because I wasn't as comfortable with myself yet, mm-hmm. and you're just trying out something. Uh, but now that I have a bit more confidence, it's like I'm trying to remind myself, like not to uh, depend on people's feedback. Mm-hmm. At the start, you used to feel like more burden on people, like what they feel about you. Like you used to feel more burden for the feedback. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but now it's like, I just sometimes you just got to let yourself feel free. Like when you get inspiration, when it just comes to your mind and it's just creating. Like everybody not going to like it. Mm-hmm. And what I like to do is to look at a lot of other artists and successful people like interviews. I love to look at interviews and just relating to how they feel still and understand that everybody feels this way, everybody goes this way. And people criticize, like, the people I admire the most, <laughs> like, people would criticize them. So it's like, if they could criticize them, what for me? It's true. So you just got to understand, everybody not going to like what you do. But if it's just 
if it just it feels natural, mm -hmm. like this is me, then I mean. I just almost wonder does it does it even matter? Like, like does it really matter? Because I think human beings vibrate at different frequencies, right? Mm -hmm. Like you you do what you like. Mm -hmm. And what I like would be different because yes. our life experiences would be different, yes. right? In fact, when you're young and small, and say you, you're below five, things that you're exposed to, you're actually gaining perspective based mm -hmm. on what other people feel. Mm -hmm. Like, think about like a little child, um, I don't want to say playing with fire, but seeing like a tutu, mm -hmm. right? And they see the mother dancing in a tutu. They grow up, they like tutus. Why a tutu is like a skirt. Listen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you had me all strapped for a bit there. But yeah, like they, they go up seeing their mother in a skirt or mm -hmm. whatever and they see the dance in a skirt and yeah. they just, this is what they like. They, mm -hmm. For some reason, they have a, an affinity to dancers wearing loose clothes right. when they dance. Like mm -hmm. they like the flowing energy. It makes yeah. them feel good. It's, yeah. it's like a, a, a sense of not only nostalgia, but it's deep-rooted love. Mm -hmm. You didn't grow up like me, and I didn't grow up like anybody else. In fact, mm -hmm. me and my brother grew up in the same house, and we were two totally different, different. Yeah. totally different. I know, I people. could relate to that. Sometimes I Some see myself in him, and I'm sure he sees himself in me. But beyond that, mm -hmm. we're different fundamentally. How is that even possible? Because no matter what you do inside the house, there's a myriad of experiences that I had that my brother never had. Never had. Mm -hmm. Or never had at the age when I had them, or I didn't have with the same people, and didn't. So like. When you come to a space where you, you have to create art when you're old and old, you have to know that some people are going to vibrate at your frequency. People are going to love you for your boldness. Yeah, because eh? it's true. like, main thing, nobody going to like this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they like, they, they just get like so excited when they see you, like you, you're dancing and you're doing moves and you're like, you know, I always wanted to do that, but like, I just didn't think nobody else would like yeah, it. Yeah. And human beings are always like that. Like that, it's true. It's like, we, we, we like, Oh my God! Nobody gonna like this, you know. But then nobody. we do it, and then these <laughs> load of people like, is like, "Yo, this is the bomb, yo!" Like, yeah, like, yo, I love this, yo. Listen, you remember even let, sorry to go off track, but even no, that, that the, the 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 first video we did, like people always talking about it, the burn it up burn video, it up video. Uh -huh. and we did it, and fun. I was like, that was fun, and we did it, and I was like. Okay, I know this is gonna be good, I know this is gonna be fun and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then the feedback was like, and when I tell people, like, I really didn't expect that feedback, I expect, like, you know, a few people to really enjoy it and just, just say, a few, just a few. Yeah, <laughs> the thing, like, you know, the it thing, blew up. yeah, I was like, what? I was, I was shocked for real. So that was a good, that was a good moment. You know, you know, where that's a really good example. Um, when you came to me, I think we, we, I, I was like stoked from the very beginning. I was like, oh crap, we oh, could try this. We could gosh, try this. you listen. Let's try this. We could do this. We could do this. We could do this. Steven. Like, I want to do this. I could do this. Steven. But then it's like, we did it and I wanted to put more into it mm -hmm. than I think anybody would really want to put into it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I wanted to like do it, really do it. Like, do it as if like, this is the last thing I'm going to ever do. Yes. And I blame Shirley for this. I blame Shirley 100%. Oh, Jesus. Shirley, why? I blame her because when it comes to art, that's our time to express yourself. Yeah. Because remember, we do a lot of commercial work. So like, we do photography, we do film. And it's, it's a lot. Most of the time, it's on a commercial level. Even when we're covering events, we're covering like carpet events. And right. Events. Of course, that's what we do. We have to put food on the table. But 
Whenever we got a chance to shoot like creative soul yeah. stuff, like that was when we had a chance. That to, like, was when you had to. Like, and I don't see that. I don't see that. Like nobody could tell <laughs> I us see no. That. no. Like yes, we could just do free. whatever we want. You're free. You're oh, just gosh. free. Like run over there, jump here. Yes, like, no. <laughs> and it was just like it's such a catharsis when. You don't have the limitations because remember, when you're answering to people, you can't be doing any. Like, okay, let me put this. Come on, when you're doing your job, it's really, in most cases, it's not a time for experimentation. Right. Yeah. It's a time to execute. And it's not about you. Yeah, and it's, it, it, has, it has very little to do with you, even yep. though they came to you for your yeah. art or where your, uh-huh. your, your reputation. It has very little to do. Mm-hmm. It's like we have to accomplish these things. And you have to find a way. You might be creative about it, but you have to mm-hmm. find a way to accomplish these things. Yeah. When you're dealing with dancers, right? Mm. Yeah, listen, it's different because they don't they don't care about them. They ain't trying to achieve nothing but art. Yes, and that's powerful. Like it, it just is. gives you a release as it a photographer. Is. It just lets it you is. just be. It is, and everybody just got his energy. That's why it's so different. It's so different when somebody comes to you and they want to. Um, hire you to choreograph or something and do something uh, <clears throat> coordinate dancers or whatever it is opposed to when you wake up or you sleep with this thing on your mind like where the hell this come from or like you're driving and a music playing and something hits you like what the hell is this like goosebumps immediately that's different and something telling you you have to do have this to do you ain't got no choice you're doing this so yeah it's different it's different when something hits you like that that, that inspiration from God yeah like yeah this is it you know you know you remember when we did we did a photo shoot um, with Ethereum you yes that's another one oh my listen Stephen and why I love you so much is because Carrie says she loves me you that, just go like you just bring the energy out like you're so excited about other projects like it's yours it's mine Carrie. it's yours for sure it's yours Carrie says it's mine Carrie says it's but like it's yours it's yours but uh-huh. like you don't get so excited and you don't be so dedicated and I could see like uh, only the best gonna come from this. Like only gotcha. the best gonna come from this. And oh my you you just go a hundred percent. Every time I come to you to do something, which I come into you soon, every time Yay! I come to you to do something, it's like it's just a different experience. Like you always do more than I expect. You always bring more to the the plate than I expect. Can we yeah. be honest with you? Let me tell you something. Yes. You, I, I met you, the energy that you have is <gasps> off the chain. Aww. Like, it's not even, it's like you don't, you know, some people come and they, they pressure you and they tell you, you know, this. And, you don't just come in like, Stephen, I got this idea. And just to be so like, she so don't know, how, she don't know, powerful, she, she don't know what she's telling, she, she's saying to me, because you know, it's, it's a powerful thing. You know? What? I mean, the last, in that shoot specifically, yeah. I remember when we came, like, oh. me and Charlie, we set up the two sets and stuff. Oh, man. And it's just coming from the time you guys hit the door. Oh man! It's like energy is Listen, like, that's, and it's just the longer we deal, we just 
more and more energy because everybody just excited. Everybody, everybody wants to do. Oh my, listen, right? It's amazing when everybody wants to be that real. Is they the are. Thing. That is the thing. That is the thing, Stephen, and that's where the power comes from. When you're around a group of people or you're working on a project and everybody is in it for the same goal. Same goal. Like, and the energy, like, just deal. Plato, after But yeah, that was so, and that kind of gave me a boost too. Because mm. sometimes you have to do these things to keep yourself going to be like, okay, Carrie's don't just settle, don't just stay too quiet. Never. You got to keep yourself going. You still have goals that you want to achieve, even though it seems so far. And doing that shoot, like, I've, I've listen, I've used that, those photos for like all kind of things people don't even know. But mm. even like the headshots we did, I was like, yo, I could audition for Lion King now. Like, <laughs> Go that's, for it. listen, that's the motivation I got from doing a shoot. That's the motivation I got from doing a photo shoot. Like, when I saw them and when you capture the essence and the energy and the power, you see that imagery is so important because when you see yourself mm-hmm. in a, just a powerful way, a picture or a video, that will just get you going. It will keep you, yeah. It will keep more, you, yeah. It will put more pep in your step, for sure. Yeah, how you see yourself is it's so important. important. You know, it's like, you remember when Black Panther came out? Yeah. And everybody started to buy the shiki and finally, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and everything. Because representation is, is everything. Like, yeah. we see, if you could see yourself mm-hmm. in something, it, like, it gives you energy mm-hmm. to yeah, push to forward because... A lot of times you don't feel great about yourself. It's you unfortunate. You don't. And even me, like being like, you know, bigger and not having a certain kind of shape and looking a certain way. Uh, again, I've gotten to a stage where like, I feel a lot more confident. And I feel like I'm very like, don't care about a lot of, I love when I'm in that phase. I love, I love when I'm in that phase where you're like, me really caring, me really looking side to side. I just in my flow and doing what no. I want. Yeah, I love when I'm in that vibe, but it don't be like that all the time. So there's this lady in the States, um, this dancer, Amiri Monster. Amiri Monster? Yeah, and she's plus size, she's thick, she danced for Rihanna, she danced for Beyonce, Janet Jackson. And every time I see her in these projects, I'm like, yes! I'm like, yo, get hyped up. Like, okay, I could do this now. Yeah. Like, I could do this. Yeah, and like, it's important. Monster. Yeah, it's so important. It's so, she's not like the usual, you know, dancer, slim body, pretty face, you know, quote-unquote quote pretty unquote. face, yeah. Uh, but she does so much and her energy is real. It's out, out the yeah. power. I, you, know, you know, when I see you dance, I could, I could always tell when, you, when you're in the floor. Yeah. Your face, you know, all, your face don't look fierce and all sometimes. Ah. I'll be like, okay, what? Okay, Carrie's in this. Yes. It's like, <laughs> ain't, even, ain't even me. The other day, like, there, there was this video floating around of me. I was doing the same thing for CHTA. Walking up on a ladder, claiming a ladder to take <laughs> some pictures. Yeah. yeah. You gotta see it to understand what time. But like, when I saw my face, I shared the video not because I, I genuinely like the attention I really don't necessarily. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But like, I saw my face and I was like, that's how I look when I walk in jail. Because, like, to me, like, I look mean, like, focused. Like, focused. Like, a different level. I never, mm-hmm. see, I never even realized never I realize could look that. like that. Yeah. And the thing is, it wasn't that the shoot, the shoot was going very well. I was actually quite happy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because the thing is, is, remember the same thing I was talking about earlier, it's like, 
before that shoot, I was extremely like nervous. I was like, Not yet. hey, I hope I, I need to make sure this is done. I gotta mm-hmm, double check mm-hmm, this equipment. Mm-hmm. I gotta make even I need they wanted pieces of equipment anymore. But still, beyond that, it always it's something always happens. Something always happens. Deal with it. But like I'm saying, like while I was there, the first part of it went well, and that was the most difficult part. And now I'm in like the easy part, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why my face. Why your face look like this? I'm blown. Like, why am I dude relaxed? Like, you know? Like like I'm having an outer body. Like, dude. Yeah, like you can't believe like this is me. This like, is me. Just, what? Just relax. You yeah. Could, you can yeah. turn it down. It's only taking a few pictures. Just relax. You don't got the lighting set. Yeah. Oh gosh. And I'm like, wow, this is so because as you said, like representation is important. It's like being able to see yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It I mean, I guess it's different. Because I'm seeing myself in in a in a mode of like complete focus, yeah, uh, and that's not normal. Normally, I'm joking around, the yeah. <laughs> but like, even as you said, seeing yourself as like a powerful figure, yes, a powerful like seeing yourself yes. as as a like like a conqueror, mm-hmm. it changes mm-hmm. your whole vibes. Mm-hmm. Like that could change, as you say, change your entire, it change could, your, it change your even direction. your trajectory. Yes, exactly. Your whole like, direction, like, and how you feel about yourself, like, okay, I could do this. This is me. This is why I think, like, even I mean, this is a little off topic, but like, there's no such thing. Um, <laughs> not on the show because we do tangents. Um, but like, you realize as soon as cell phones could take selfies, uh-huh. people just been taking like, yeah, like a all ton the time. Of selfies. And of course, like, there's there's some people call it negative, say, oh, we're so self-absorbed and so mm-hmm. on. But you, 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 I don't know if. Well, because we're having this conversation, maybe we could see it from a different perspective instead of seeing it as self-observer, self, yeah. self, you know, um, self-promoting or whatever. Like, think of it like this: there's so much things in the world that could make you lose faith in yourself. Oh gosh, yes. That if you could take a selfie mm-hmm. and feel better about yourself, because a selfie is about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you could do that, and that's going to help you to like feel good. Feel good and give you the energy even to even like, just for the day to push you. Not yeah. even for the day. Yeah. Like what? What's what's the what? What really? What 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 is the downfall of it? I mean, of course, I know we got narcissism and you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But let's not go so fast. Suppose it's just that you this just lady took like six selfies. Yeah. Yes, she felt like crap. She put on some makeup. Uh, All of a sudden, she and feels. I know my fr- I know friends who do that. And sometimes even me, like. I don't do the selfie thing too much, but uh, sometimes even like you feel like crap, you feel like shit. Be like put on some makeup, take a selfie, and you, yeah, is change your mood completely. It changes you, yeah. So, Carrie, about dance. Let's talk about dance. Why? When did you get into into this dancing thing? Mm-hmm. So, to be honest, I've always loved dancing. I don't even know like how we have started what, but I remember being in like maybe grade three mm-hmm. and like dancing like in primary school and the little graduation shows and I used to always be in the pom pom girls. The pom pom. Yeah, the pom not cheerleaders, not cheerleaders. The pom pom girls. I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> what? Well, ain't really much of a difference. It's just yes. the name. The primary name. school versus high school. High yeah. school is cheerleaders and high school is cheerleaders. You're more professional. You're on the professional level. You're doing like but, gymnastic <laughs> stunts. Uh, yeah, kind of sort of. But the pom pom girls, you know, you're younger, and I used to always like pull 
um, like break time, like pull these girls, let's go make up a dance now, let's go make up, like pull people children to the back of the school to go dance and make up a dance. And I don't know why it was, like it's only when I look back, I'll be like, girl, what was wrong with you? Like pulling people kids, like when I go over by my cousins, when my friends visit, like let's make up a dance. They used to get so fed up on me because they need to dance like me. So always in the road and the concrete, let's be making up dances, you go over, just always. I used to tell people, like, even when... I sure was in primary school still. And, like, people would ask me, like, what I want to do when I grow up. Mm. And I was telling them, I want to be a dancer. What? From yeah, small? Yes. And they would be like, no, like, not what you want to do as a hobby. Like, what you really want to do. You know, like, in church and stuff. And they uh, used to tell you not what you want to do as a hobby. You tell you so. Me not tell we you. We need to track them down. <laughs> no, that I can't do that. awful... Okay. It's a lack of, it's a lack, it's a lack of knowledge, but continue. Yeah, but uh, I used to tell them, I like that. This is even before like I really knew any dancers, like you know. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell my mother, like, listen, I gotta stop telling people who I want to become because they keep telling me, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I remember hobby. being on the street, like we were walking to get home, mm-hmm. and I was telling her, like, I really want to dance and I want to be a dancer. And she was like, you can. Like, my mo- mother was so encouraging. She was a guidance counselor in primary school. And another incident, I just always loved dancing. Another mm. incident in grade six, mm. uh, the teacher was asking everybody what they want to do. And I was like, I want to be a dancer. I want to dance. Mm. And, like, you know, of course, one of the little disgusting boys, they bust out laughing. laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, not you, who, because you know, you're plump and you're chubby and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but just always, 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 always. And when I went to high school, I never danced. Like what? nobody, like I would always dance at home, like put on music and dance. And dance. Mm-hmm. But nobody knew like I could dance because I was in my little shell. You know, you're chubby, you're overweight. And like you didn't want, yeah, want nobody make fun of you. Yeah, so it's only until like I was 17 and I joined Okolo Tegramantine because mm-hmm. uh, Barbie like I was cool with Barbie mm-hmm. and she knew I could dance so she and Clarissa used to back up dance for this other young guy <laughs> you know doing, trying to do things uh-huh. and they used to come and ask me to like assist with choreography and things like that so she invited me and I went because my mom had died when I was 17 mm-hmm. and you get you realize like there are worse things than people like teasing you mm-hmm. like after that and it was a way for me to kind of cope too yeah like it really helped me yeah so by i have we have a lot to unpack here <laughs> oh lord um question mm-hmm. why why do we why do we see dance as a hobby why do we why do we only see it as a hobby in sync it's especially why do we see it as a hobby only. I mean, I think that's changing a bit now, but I think when you just don't have examples, like you never really see anybody do it before, nobody really made money from it. It's just the kind of just the environment, like maybe people didn't really see any need for it. Like now we have commercials and music videos and um, people traveling, social media, you're seeing all these different people. Like now it's like, okay, yeah, you got the energy and the vibes happening, but um, some years ago, like, yeah, really, maybe you never really see the need for it. Aside from like cultural performances and dance productions, it's mm-hmm. like, how would you make money from this? Yeah, I, I would argue that, um, there are some people who have been making money from dance for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, I think there's maybe a boom in 
different dance companies coming yeah, around. Like yeah. I mean, we got we have a few that that surface probably in the last seven eight years. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And they have consistent different dance. Like there's it's a dance company and it has different age groups that they right, offer training yeah. and and dancing right, and you, you yeah. pay a subscription. Right, and, and yeah. it goes. So in with that subscription model or with that membership model. Like you could, you could, you could make a sustainable living you once you have a money. space. You could make, you could make a sustainable mm-hmm. thing. I mean, there are names I could call. I don't know if I should, but you know, like Poise and and mm-hmm. um, even the children's dance theater has been around for how much? Like listen, like Shirley, them yes. and them, like, them, them grow. Children's the dance off. theater make thirty years the other day. Thirty, thirty I years. I think it's I think, thirty. I think it's thirty. It's 30. Yeah. I think it's thirty. Yes, you're probably right. 30 years this well, dance yeah. company has been around and there's a membership list there's a list every year every they year how? how is that possible and they don't allow boys they don't allow no the CDT CDT doesn't allow oh, boys okay. I, I think Poise um, allows and Leap and Leap Leap they allow boys Creative Soul have they're, they're open to, to male dancers which I feel how you feel about that in terms of not boys not having because I mean I'm guessing there are boys when I was growing up there were fellas boy groups who mm, danced like hip hop Boone and them Boone and them yo big up Del Rye 100% <laughs> right um, but there were also like the NG Steppers I don't know if you remember them oh yeah from yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I was doing a thing so like what is it that um, like what do you feel about boys not being able to join some of these dance groups I mean I think that's gonna change that's gonna change I guess you know, of course, we know the stigma. They're doing more contemporary ballet-type movements, and that seems to be... Uh, it's looked at feminine, so they may not, you know, have allowed um, guys, boys, you know, to join because of that, mm. you know? And that's kind of the kind of thinking we're coming from, but like I said, I feel like a lot of things changing now. Yeah, Man, I think I a lot of like, things changing. I think there's a lot of boys who probably want to dance mm-hmm. but they have nowhere to like there's no re- yeah it's like you remember when you were growing up and you used to pull people aside mm-hmm. and just make up mm-hmm. a dance mm-hmm. there are fellas like that you know but there's no there's no, like the system our culture doesn't really allow them to shine like only the bravest ones are you find the brave ones the bravest yeah. ones they come out and really try to like engage and yeah. when they when they choose to do it they're usually very big. They're like late teenage late years. Late teenage years. They, they, they've always wanted to dance. Into, yeah. And they're no gain into it. Yeah. Like, it, it's almost like, it's, it's, it's a little unfortunate for me because um, even with Fireflies, mm-hmm. they train children as young as what? Like six? Like five, five? Yeah, five or so. Jesus. From, if you could get formal training at five mm-hmm. and train for five, 10 years mm-hmm. that's 15 you have had 10 years yeah. of professional dance training compared to coming into it at 15 to try to 17 to 18 adjust, like yeah to adjust to like you you could have been way further ahead if you started at 5 um you know what tell me because I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm speculating ah that's hmm what should I say about that I agree with you in a sense, but I've seen persons who, oh my, dance is just a blessing. Like, it's innate too. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen persons who might have started at five mm-hmm. and somebody who started later on, like 18, mm-hmm. and boom, catch up. Just have it. Just have it. 
just have it. Like Beyonce loved to say this. It's certain things you can't teach. Mm. It's certain things you can't teach. So you may have the technical training and stuff like that, but you still could succeed as a dancer. Like, you know, coming in late. And I know you understand that, of but <laughs> I still feel like it doesn't really determine uh, your success. Mm. Uh, sometimes you may start really early at five mm -hmm. and then get worn out. Yeah, yeah. You get and then you kind of fall off. Yeah. Because so, you didn't choose it. Sometimes that too. But sometimes people who really, you know, used to love dance, they kind of fall out of love because that happens too. Because mm -hmm. you're dancing for so many years. It's like, okay, I'm tired now. I want to do something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, opposed to if you maybe you start when you're 15, in your teenage years, and this is still something exciting to you when you're reaching adult um, stage where you could now choose your direction and choose your career. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I what know. you want to do. So it's more exciting. That's true. Opposed to, you know, dancing as a child and you just have to go with the floor. You ain't really know yourself like that yet. I agree. I see what you're saying. You're yeah. right. Because but, the, yeah. the thing is to, I mean, like, remember, if, if you're enrolling at five, you're probably not enrolling on your own volition. Like, your parents are generally sending you to dance. Yeah. <laughs> And you, you, you know, you probably know of many instances where children did not want to go yeah. to dance class, but because their <laughs> parents were like, "You're going." Yes, it's you like, need it's somewhere like, to go. It's like piano. Like the other day, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was saying that she wished she had stayed with the piano. She, mm -hmm. she filed a trade to get her into piano when she was like four or five, mm -hmm. and she used to go and just never used to study nothing, Lad. and just she so she said like. No, she's like 25. Uh-huh. She wish she had taken it seriously because she really loves the she piano. Really love, oh and like now she's trying to learn and it's like difficult. It's difficult because not just because she doesn't want to learn, but because she doesn't have the time anymore. Okay. So just learning, relearning the fundamentals mm -hmm. is difficult because she just don't have the time. Time. It's difficult. So yeah. she's like, I wish I'd just stick with stick it and with then it. I would have done know to play and then I could have just been building on. Build, no, yeah, I'm trying to yeah, learn yeah, from yeah, scratch. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it, it's just, as we grow old, I guess you're right, you, you could make your own choices. Maybe you don't want to be in this dance group, you'd rather be in another one. Mm -hmm. uh, you, don't want, you don't like this style of dance anymore, you want to mm -hmm. do this. You don't want to be contemporary, you want to be hip-hop. Right. You want to mellow, you know, some You don't necessarily African want to some be, different. you know, a production dancer, you want to be a backup dancer, exactly. a video dancer, commercial. Oh, uh, you want to be a solo dancer. Yeah. Like, there's, that's that too. You yeah. want to make your own brand. You want to yeah, create yeah, your yeah. own thing from... Mm, okay, let me ask you. Okay, there's something I've always wanted to know. Oh, jeez. What's that? Like, in terms of when you dance, do you create absolutely new moves or do you just combine moves that you've seen before? Definitely a mixture of both. So you're creating like, entirely new stuff? Um, not for like an... In, oh, it not for some most times not for like an entire dance performance piece you know because you've been influenced by so many different dances yeah. and movement and it's a process so when you're choreographing creating sometimes i would have to sit down listen to the music and visualize things mm -hmm. so whatever comes to my mind whatever i feel like Whatever, whatever movements I feel would bring the essence of the dance, like the song or the music, that's what I go with. Sometimes I just got to play the music and just start dancing. Like mm. freestyle, just dance and whatever come out of my body like that. 
other times I have to sit down and look for inspiration. So mm. I got to research movements that may be African, maybe hip hop, maybe house dancing, or some contemporary, some jazz. Some yeah, and see what people are doing, like see what's happening and like compile it. And pull it together. Yeah. But they have times where you just put on the music and whatever happens. But then I still don't know if that's that still ain't all you. Mm. Because you've been dancing in groups before we are this is what you've been doing you mm-hmm. learned this from somewhere so yeah it's still influenced by somebody tell me the other day you, you feel like it's possible for somebody not to be creative um i don't know because creative is so many you could be creative in different ways like Make a bread and cheese and slap some pickles and that. That's a little <laughs> that's different a than it. Yeah. That's, that's like, because you ain't like you create the pickles from scratch. You ain't like you create the cheese and the bread from scratch. Mm. You're just kind of... Like, I was trying to explain it the other day to this lady. She, she, she was like, I am a regional manager for this company. Mm-hmm. And I, all I do is I f- just fix problems. And, she's, and she's, she went on to say, you know, I wish I could do like you guys and just be creative. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... But aren't That's you? That's creative, though. Like, if you're solving problems, it means that you are mixing different experiences together to find new mm-hmm. results, right? New, new, new answers. Mm-hmm. It's like the teacher that turned to is four, so you work out if you go up one and you add another one, then that'll be six, right? You know what I mean? Like, that means three plus three is six. Mm-hmm. Like nobody has to tell you a hundred plus a hundred is two hundred because you understand the yeah, mechanics. The mechanics, right? Yeah. Which means, I mean, math is a little different because math is static. Math, math is, math is a language that has no, it has no give really. Mm-hmm. Like the the essence of math is equation. It's like this and this equals this. Yeah. You know, I found this formula that does this. But with creativity, it's it's interesting because. It's like math in terms of you trying to figure things out, but all you're doing is taking different elements yep. and putting them together. Yep. Like a taller like, I don't know if there's a difference between being creative mm-hmm. and being exposed. And the reason I said that is because I do my job based on the input that I expose myself to. For example, okay. on Instagram, you look at a ton load of different mm, photographers yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like... Hmm, I like that. Mm-hmm, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. You pull, you pull. And you yeah. pull, you pull, you pull. So then when you start creating in your own self, mm-hmm. you start making these decisions. Right. Based and on decision, things that you've yeah. kind of seen. Mm-hmm. You might create something different because right. you're just, you're taking different styles and you're mm-hmm. meshing them together. And that is, that's a remix. That's different. Exactly, yeah. But is that's, I think that's like the essence of, of creativity. Yeah. And like nothing really new under the sun. Like, I don't think... Is it? Is not really? Is that thing, things? Is that thing, there? I got new things. I never was born before. Ha, 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 ha. That's true. Maybe I was. You, I don't you even know. You could have been. I have no idea. You could have been. And you know, everybody got a doppelganger. Ganger, somewhere. So you probably got another you somewhere in the world. But, yeah, like, that's creating. Like, you pull things. You're, you're influenced. What you've been influenced by over the years, like, you, that's what you pull. I think the human body is made up of what I think we have um, is five, five or six different minerals okay. that create everything about you. Okay, whatever Could you say. Wrong. Could be wrong. Yeah, but it's five or six. <laughs> like your cells, the basic building blocks, they're made mm-hmm. up of, of, of specific 
molecules that are just remixed together in different ways to mm-hmm. create different structures. Mm-hmm. Your bones, calcium, yeah. and other things, and your, your blood is that. So, what they were saying is that that's what you have in common with everything. Yeah. Because everything is made up of the same. Just in different molecules ways. and it's just remixed in different ways. So a plant wouldn't have this, but would have the, you know what I'm It's very interesting because yeah. then if you think about it, the very art of creating a new being is just the art of combining two beings together. Together. And when you start thinking about it, it's like, wow, this. Yo, Stephen, you're going deep now. It, blo- it, yeah, it kind of. I, I don't even know how. I don't even think I'm really that deep. <laughs> I just think like it's like. From, from a scientific perspective, it seems very, like, cut and dry. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it from a, even a, 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 I don't know, if you just step beyond the boundaries of science, step into more of a spiritual sense, like, yeah. we're all made of the same, same stuff, yeah. right? You look different to me, but we still eat the same, same things. Yeah. Why is it that we could eat plants, plants that don't <laughs> talk, uh, nothing well don't talk language that we could hear words words um i don't don't we can't hear the words that they speak right but how come we could eat them and stay alive like how how is that we're, we're two different organisms right how how could we eat a chicken and stay alive <laughs> you're not a chicken i'm not a chicken so how could we eat chicken and be good like have we ever really thought about this? No, I've never thought about that. Like, how is it that we drink water mm-hmm. and we are replenished? Like, how is it that water... Like, you can't communicate with water. It's not like you say, hi, water, I need to consume you now. Not communicating that way. Words. But we do communicate. But I was just about to say that we do communicate. We all we communicate all the time. We're vibrating the energy like the essence. Is, yeah, is we're communicating the essence, just not with words. Exactly the essence. We always communicating with mm-hmm. everything, and like the only thing I would tell people is if you want to be the best at your craft, mm-hmm. expose yourself to everything. Yep, everything yeah. else. Like that's so important. Go on a trip, take oh, a photography yeah. course, take a go do physics. Yep. Um, learn to ed- edit sound. Like, you really got it, to listen, open your mind. Listen, you know what's funny? You know, like, I love, I love how life is because it's so boundless. And, like, you wouldn't think that what takes you from A to B mm-hmm. is what takes from A to B. For example, I, when I used to, I still go to church, but I said when I used to go to <laughs> church a lot. Um, when I was younger, I remember one time this guy, he was leaving the church and he wanted somebody to replace him mm-hmm. to edit the church messages. And he was like, you look like you into computers and so. You know <laughs> that old you people. <laughs> that's what he said. Like, you look like you into computers and so. So come, let me show you how, what I was doing. Then. And you could go ahead and just do it. Yeah. Now this time we're dealing with like cassette tapes and so. So we had to like, Take the cassettes from take from cassettes, mm-hmm. put it on the computer and edit. He showed me how to do it, and he was like, "Okay, that's enough. Go ahead and do it now." <laughs> no, he only showed me the like the, the basic, basic, <laughs> the basic like this stuff. He teach me. I could not edit nothing with it. I had to like <laughs> a lot. So Indian, I like set you up for failure. He, actually, he didn't. He didn't, and that's what's so bonus about it. Mm-hmm. No, he showed me a little thing, and I took that, went on YouTube. Yeah. And I learned and I learned and I messed and I messed and I messed and I figured yeah. things out. And eventually I was just editing messages. It took me like maybe 
I said four days. Yeah. To get the hang of it and mm-hmm. get it done. And I was editing messages for years. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I started working ZIZ. And you know what? I realized rhythm is important because ZIZ is video. Right. Rhythm is important for video. There is an inherent rhythm to video. Mm-hmm. Like to know when to cut from this shot to, to another, another shot. Not even with music. It's not, it's not just music. It's music. more than that. But yeah. music helps. But it's a, there's a rhythm. There's a, there's a flow. There's an there's a energy. And I only know of that energy because, because of editing the messages for the church. Wow. Like, I know when the next beat is going to happen. I know when this is going to flip and change. I could edit any song together with yeah. any other song. Like, there's a mechanic. DJs know it well. DJs yeah. are... They could do it on the fly. But knowing that being a DJ is helpful for doing video. How? How? Wow. Everything really connected. Everything. Everything is connected. Yeah. Learn about art. If you, if oh, yes. Learn like, about mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. Because art is farm. And farm exists in everything. You can't dance without farm. Mm-hmm. You can't sing without understanding how the flow is. Like, you, yeah. everything needs... Everything is connected for it. <laughs> I heard Stephen up here. It's just... Stephen philosophy. It's Stephen philosophy, yes, but just, I don't think it's mine. I think it's like a culmination of everything. <laughs> but, like, somebody asks, like, how do you become better at doing whatever you do? I say you become better at doing whatever you do by doing it mm-hmm. and by doing everything oh, yes. else. By actually living life going through a heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Adele made albums. Because she won Grammys for a broken heart. Like, yeah. oh. Oh. But I really love that. You, you can't, if you're going to be something, you got to do it. You, got, you can't be a dancer without dancing. Even if you feel like you don't know how to, dance. You know what I mean? You got to dancing. do it. And exposing, like when I was, uh, I went there for some time, like a few months to do a program. And they kept drilling us. They kept drilling in my head, like do as many genres as you can. Do a salsa, a ballroom, a hip hop, um, beatbox, because it comes, like it helps. It helps. Like I know people who like, I had instructors who like maybe audition for J-Lo or um, Janet Jackson or whatever it is. And they said it's like uh, the salsa thing. They had to whip out to like in the audition when they said like tell them to freestyle. They had to whip out the little unique thing that everybody else may not have been able to, to do. do. And they had to do that, you know, to get to the next level. So you really need to open yourself to everything. everything. And to other people, like, connect with, don't stay in your little world. Like, speak to other people. Like, see how they create, like, what they're doing. Like, not to say you're going to copy them and pull everything from them, but, you know, like, something, something that you have and a little thing that they have, when you take that, it could just, yo, could be explode. a major thing. Yeah, seriously. So I love that you said that. And you know, it's funny too because, like, you said talk to other people. Like, but hey, listen, right? This podcast, my God, right? <laughs> listen, listen. I've like, heard. one of the best things, like, this was, this came from a simple idea and the kind of people, yo. We're going back to that simple idea thing. Go ahead, but continue. And, like, 
Caris, mm-hmm. we got like even in Saint Kitts, right? Mm-hmm. We have such a variety, like so much knowledge. Yeah, like you would be conf- like you 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 ain't no. I don't know. Like I feel like in the grand scheme of all knowledge that is to be, I know absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything because people blow me mind. Yeah, daily. <laughs> I could Im- I've heard of you in your podcast, so I could understand. <laughs> I could understand. You had some really amazing people. What? Yeah. I got amazing people right now, but say you? What? I'm what? amazing too. What? what? Yeah. Carries? Yeah. Like today, I met you, you know, uh, Mr. Vaughn. Which one? Um, he used to be the uh, the principal for Bastia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, listen, right? I, I, I don't know. I gotta just be grateful to God. For just being able to be alive and being able to just just move through this life, Jed. Because I met this guy today and this guy just mm-hmm. like... We literally had like a 20-minute conversation. We don't get with food, you know. We were mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. Budges. Don't get with food. And so, you know, had like a 20-minute conversation. I was like, I would like for you to be on my podcast, Podcast, please. yeah. Because you thoughts them, like you experience. Like, one thing he said to me that just, just, just blew me my head. He's like... If you think about think of capital punishment like this, or asking people to open their mind, no, we don't agree with capital punishment, but mm-hmm. whatever. He's like, think of capital punishment like this. You go to, you're sick, and you go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. He gives you some medication to deal with the symptoms. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that you could be eased, and then he could deal with the main problem. Like, say, if you need surgery, or if you need maybe the other pills might be dealing with the problem, but something dealing with the symptoms. He says... Beating children, it just deals with the symptoms. Like and getting to the, the core. He says no amount of licks is not getting to the core. Yeah. Could change anybody. And that dear blow my mind. Yeah. Like no amount of blows could change anybody's mind. The only thing licks could do is to let them you could put them into a space mm-hmm. where they have to calm down because they're overpowered. Yeah. But other than that, that's all it does is just temporarily Temporary, yeah. You know, it, it, it it's even subjugation if you think about it, is is really you putting somebody it's like almost I don't like saying this, but putting somebody in their place. I don't like saying it. But putting somebody in their place that they that you could do something else. Like this is wrong, stop, bam, stop. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Bam, now that you've stopped, I have to teach you something. You know what I mean? Like, because you ain't gonna change your behavior if you and Carries it blows my mind. Like you just got like experience everything. Yes. So no, simple idea. What's the what, what sparks your interest? Spin simple idea. I don't forget. <laughs> I don't forget. Okay. So uh when you were saying running with a simple idea. I, like going back to like listening to uh, interviews from artists and different. The other day I was listening to like a Missy Elliott, like because I love Missy Elliott. Yo, Mr. Mina. Hey, Missy in this. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was looking at like videos with tweets and Missy Elliott, like interviews from way back and how you know all these great projects come from, and like they were saying. They had a, a song, one like a hot song, like everybody know it to this day. And it was just them like uh, just messing around in mm-hmm. a vehicle. Music come on, messing around, da 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 freestyling, da 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 And then they say, okay, no, we're doing this. That night, we went to the studio, recorded that, and like one of the, the made, most major songs. It was a big it hit. It hit. It was a big hit. And that's why I realized to like, 
that's a trend like letting these small ideas become something like don't just throw all your ideas under the rug mm -hmm. like when you get that little spark like run with it because even again that video we did uh the burn it up I was sitting down, like, I was, you know, studying in Jamaica, and I was sitting down, and the idea just come to me, my, like, yo, when I go back home, I would really love to do something with all these dancers coming together and such and such. Different and I just, you know, let it happen. You just let it happen. So you get these small little ideas, sometimes just out the blue. And you actually like grow, like you me. actually like grow, you invest in it, and it could be change your life. Small, small. ideas change your life. Yeah, sure. Small moments can change your life. And you know what's funny too? Small idea, and you would be amazed how much people claim on to want to help you. That is like That's another truth, yeah. I don't know how life works yet, really. <laughs> but all I've seen is people like you have this. Look, I have this idea. Mm -hmm. We ain't no money. We just yeah. let man, let man light y'all. Yeah, yeah. Feel like throwing a problem. Yeah. To that friend of mine, he called me. He he wants to do something for his wife, and he was like, um, "Steve, uh, I need you to. I need you to just man need you to be a photographer. I just need to take like two, three pictures for me." I said, and this okay. is one of me. Like he's one of me good friends. Like I did his wedding and whatnot. Yeah. And he was like. I don't want it to be a job. Like, take two, three pictures, put on the camera and everything. <laughs> I said, um, I'll do this for you. Uh -huh. Like, you don't have to explain to me what I have to do. I'm mm -hmm. going to go. If you want me to be the photographer, the whole thing, I'll do it. But can you, can you do that, though? What? Like, being you and, like, loving what you do so much, can you just go and, like, do something, like, not to the full, fullest level? I think with I think I'll say this with age, um, I think comes a little bit more maturity because like men going go here with you no know, five hundred pieces of equipment. Okay. Right? So, no, 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 no. It's not gonna be like that. And I don't think that's what he wants either. Okay. So I have over the years <laughs> been able to <laughs> tone back. it down and scale back yeah. and so on and learn to use like less stuff. Yeah. Like in fact most of the projects that we do now, I've had to learn to engineer our system to be faster. Like, because you could be very stressed out. Like, how can I put it? If you have six things to do in a mm -hmm. day and it takes you two hours to set up one thing, yeah. that's 12 hours. Yeah. Maybe not 12. It's actually, that'll be 18 hours because it's two hours to set up, one hour to shoot. It could take pretty long, right? Yeah. So sometimes, like, what we've had to do over the years, and I guess it's a sign of just trying to get better at things, it's like you find easier ways to do things. Not that you tone down the quality. Quality. But mm -hmm. you, you tone up your, your technique. So it's like, I understand how that works better, so I don't have to put a light there anymore. Okay. I could just shift you over here, and that'll be fine. I could use one light and make it seem like three. In here, yeah. In here, in this one, this one room. I, I've learned to do that. And I've okay. gone on the internet and look at people and engineer my own system. Like, you know, funny, funny enough to Big say. profession. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, you just got to keep learning because, yes, like, yeah. you, you got to adapt to different situations. Agreed, yeah. Like, today, I was, we, we were, we're doing this big project, this project for the government. And it's very, how could I put this? It's, it's the government. <laughs> don't right? say nothing. Uh, yeah, don't say nothing. You're going to regret I don't, I don't want to say. It's, it's, not, it's not like a commercial project. It's the government. They, it, you know, it's, it's the, the tiniest budget that you could find. It's, like, trying to make a lot for a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And, by all means, these projects come, they're good experience, it's good, and it keeps cash flow or whatever. But like, 
I told Charlie this morning, I was like, um, I came up with a new way to edit wide shots. Like there's this, there's this um, still photo technique that I use all the time and I really like it. But nobody seems to have been able to like put it into a video spectrum. It's just for photography. Like mm-hmm. if you go on the internet and you type it in and you try to find it, there's no nothing, other, yes, there's no nothing. tutorial for how to do it with video. There's no plug-in, nothing to get the same effect. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to make this up on my own, right? <laughs> okay. And I just engineered, like, reverse engineered, like, you, how do I do it with photography? Yeah. Okay, this is the effect that would be likened to it with video. Double layer, composite, do everything. And created a completely new look. Wow. Like, no plug-in, no <laughs> nothing, just like... Genius! I don't know if it's genius. <laughs> I, think, I think it's more like... I want to do this and <sighs> it doesn't exist right now it seems so I'm just going to have to make it up for to scratch mm. and this is what happens when you're forced uh, when you're in a situation that like I want to do this mm-hmm. I don't know how to find it listen you got to find ways you got to figure it out in the that's Caribbean, life <laughs> because in the Caribbean you're always going to be faced with not enough like there's like there's lack inherent in the system. Like, if we were in the States mm-hmm. and we were making that kind of money, uh, yeah, we got all these excuses. If you're making that kind of money, it'd be so much easier, but then you'll be more competition. Yep. So how you make money? Yeah. You know? So it's just, you know, it's just all these yeah. But in the Caribbean, it's a very small demographic and there's not, I mean, there's competition, but there's not a lot. A lot of us don't even see I don't even know if I see anybody as see any competition. Not that... Be, no, I'm not trying to be boasting I totally understand what yeah, you mean yeah, because yeah. everybody kind of in their own zone. It's a few of you, so everybody got... You know, you got space to kind of... And not only just that because own, uh, sometimes we don't do we own... We don't do like... We don't do the same clients. Similar things, yeah. yeah. We do similar things and we have like the same client. Like, you know, this client ain't like exclusive to me. They're going to use me for certain things. They're going to use some, somebody yeah. else. But what I'm saying is that a lot of us, are, at least what I try to, in, to, to encourage is I just hire everybody. Mm-hmm. I just try to like bring in everybody. This person got a particular set of skills. Yeah, I need yeah, them on this project. That's true. This person have a particular set of skills. I need them on this I project. I've definitely seen your work with um, a few other um, persons. Real. Photographers, filmmakers, filmmakers, videographers. Yes, everybody. Yeah, sure, sure. Like a poll, like modern elegance to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need your guys' help. I don't have enough manpower to complete this project. Yeah. Would you guys be willing to? I know the prices. They know my price. We just, I require it. Like, yeah. And uh, whatever I told her, <laughs> I was like, vibes. you know, I'm not really trying to make money from you. Like, we're trying to make money from them. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, if, if it means that in order to have a good impression of, because they don't, people don't care. Like, people outside there, they don't really care who you are. Mm-hmm. If you represent St. Kitts bad, they're going to say, oh, the guys in St. Kitts are unprofessional. Yeah. They don't say, oh, this company in St. Yep. Kitts is unprofessional. It's usually all those kitchens don't know what they're don't doing. Not, mm-hmm. And it looks bad. So none of us can get any more work. Yeah. So like, my thinking is, if I work with you and I make your project good, it might bring more people here, which means okay. I might get a project and I might have to bring you on. Same thing. And it, it as, as, as naive as it sounds and as stupid as an idea as more people think, it's like, no, kill everybody and think yourself. You are one person. Like, I am an individual. Mm-hmm. How much do you think I could, I could accomplish yeah. in one day? <laughs> sure. You know, like, like you need to think about this. You need to team so up. I'm going to have four cameras and I'm going to man all, all of them. All of them, yeah. 
So we're gonna do this dance. We're gonna just do. What you gonna do? You gonna record your part, then record the and backup then go, dancers. Go. Uh, who you be, Ray Charles? Like, ah. like people could see you. You know what I mean? Like you, one person. Yeah. Like at some point, you have to install some of your knowledge mm-hmm. into other people so that they could assist and As, they could yeah. be there for you. Yeah. And it, we always have this kind of thing. Or you know, if if I know it, I have the monopoly. So if they need it, they're gonna come to me. No. If you don't want to shield, somebody they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna figure it. Wait, you special? Figure it out, yeah. Everybody got some sort of talent, uh, you know, and they probably might have something you don't have. So, yeah, they'll figure it out. I remember when we having this conversation. There's one. There's one guy in Sinkis who he he has a lot of gear. Like he has a like he always like has new stuff. Mm -hmm. And I love him. I love him because it's like. You have the new stuff. You got the new shit. <laughs> I could just like, if I collaborate with you. Yeah. And he he's like the nicest guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, could you bring this so that we could yeah, yeah, use yeah. this for he, And he's so cool. Yeah. Like, so like, he brings that and then you using this new gear. You understand? Like, your project benefiting, you pay him properly. You can't get, don't get away from that. Yes. Pay him properly, respect man's time. And all of a sudden, your product is made better because you collaborated. Because, yeah. You understand? Like, I bring knowledge, you bring equipment. You bring knowledge, I bring equipment. Mm-hmm. It's just, let's just see how best we could get this. I love that, yeah. And that's how I've always, like, that's how I've always been. But I find, like, I'll, sorry to cut you off no, a lot. you can't cut me off. <laughs> yes, I can't, I can't. No, I'm, the, I'm the guest. Yeah, you could cut uh, me off as much as you want. Go ahead. VIP. Okay, so. hundred <laughs> uh-huh. percent. So, uh... In working with, you know, a few of you guys, uh, filmmakers, directors, videographers here, like, a lot of you just have, like, a good vibe. Like, you guys just open to each other. Like, I see how y'all connect and Ooh. come on this project. And even, like, you guys from Modern, Modern Elegance and True Capo and True Cleon Capo, John. Cleon and John, Tilt you, Hat. Tilt Hat. Like, I've never met Tilt Hat, but... Uh, you you me to one of these days, man. <laughs> For real? I, yeah. I don't know him like that. Yeah. But, Mr. Giddle Smitten. Yes, yes. But, like, y'all just... You're just into what you're doing, and it's just... You're very open, and you work together so smooth. And I just love that. I love that vibe. It's amazing. And you know what it does too? It saves you so much time. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember lately we had a project, Giddel Tiltat. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought him on to do some, some drone work for us. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was so much more expedient for him to focus on doing that. Just that, yeah. That's, that's all he had mm-hmm. to do. We gave him, I gave him a list of what I wanted. And he went out, he did it. And while he was doing that, I was doing something yeah. else. I was doing the ground stuff. Man. And it's just, by the time we were done, deadlines were met easily. Dream work. Bam. He had the price, gave him his money. It was worth every cent. Everything, yeah. Every cent of it. It was like, it saved us so much time. It's not that we can't pull up a drone and fly it, but that takes time. Time. Like, if, if I'm here working, for example... If if we're doing if we're doing a shoot, so we're doing a dance shoot in the middle of, I don't know, of the park mm-hmm. in, in the in the Independence Square. Um, what what people don't factor in is that if you're only one person or two people, and you have two cameras on the ground, mm-hmm. the time it takes for you to come off of those cameras to set oh, up yes. the drone, put yeah. it in the yeah. air, fly yeah. it, and all, yeah. yep. it's a lot of it. It mm-hmm. takes time, and you have to cons- you have to be concentrated on what you're doing because. 
if that thing hits something or falling on somebody, you know, it could mm-hmm. hurt them. You gotta be careful. So, like, if you have a man dedicated to doing to that, that. And yeah, you just that's just get these shots for me. We understand the lexicon. Uh, it works. It works. And it works beautifully. Yeah, it works. It's the same thing with B-roll. Sometimes, like, hey, Capo, could you go get this for me? I just need when you need it. Um, give me in a week. That's fine. But I'll be dealing with something completely oh, no. different. Yeah. <laughs> And is, is you think, I mean, at the end of the day, do you think the, the client comes to you and says, um, who shoot this footage here? Yeah, they don't hit, no, nobody kill. No, nobody kill. Nobody kill. on the park. Like, like you, you carry some dancers over to Christopher Albert to dance. They don't, you think they'll call and say, which oh, one? Where that from? Who that one from? Yeah. <laughs> they they don't kill. Nope. As long as they ain't bringing some ex con or somebody who just shoots somebody who got the blood on the head still. You know what I mean? Like you're looking under the fingernails and you look like they just dig up a grave. Mm. You know You know what I mean? Like presentation is important. Like just yes. wipe the blood off, take the, the yeah, dust on yeah. from under the fingernails. Just the, look least. Good. the least you could do. The you know what I mean? We are clean white shirt. <laughs> you know, don't come dingy. <laughs> Carry silly Yo, day. I can't. <laughs> right? Yeah. But nobody asking because you come as a team. Yep. Like as, as long as you perform the job, mm-hmm. like no body your ego is really secondary yeah. and I don't know that's from the another time, thing that's important get away from it yeah checking your ego and even me too like just spending some time to really be like okay that's your ego you need to check it like and just be open to embracing people and like working with each other and not really trying to you know mm-hmm. bring you down or whatever you just have to check your own insecurities and your ego. And it happens to all of us. It's like natural, you know? So, but it's just checking it. It's how, just do you, checking how do you check yours? Um, when you start getting certain feelings, negative feelings, you take some time for yourself. And I like to talk to myself. Mm-hmm. You talk, I talk to myself and be like, okay, what is this about? Like, why are you having these feelings? Like, why are you doing, feeling this insecure way? Like, you know, what is it that you're not doing that you need to be? Maybe you feel like you need to be doing something or you're not doing it and you feel insecure about somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I just talk to myself. It, it's difficult sometimes, especially if you're busy and you ain't really get time to sit down and you just got these negative feelings weighing on you throughout the week. Yeah. But you just need to find time and spend time and you just feel so much better. Like you feel That's so light. Like introspection. Ooh, fancy word. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same thing. It's like, it's yeah. like um, um, inherent thoughts. Like you're, you're thinking about yourself. Yeah. Which is interesting that human beings could actually do that. Like you're actually critiquing your own, your own yeah. thoughts and your mm-hmm. own feelings mm-hmm. and you're trying to find the reasons for them. Yep. Um, and introspection is, again, looking inside. It's like, it's the difference between if you're in a relationship, it's the difference between blaming the other person mm-hmm. or seeing what you are saying is, what yes. your path is to play in the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus just seeing yourself as the victim. The yep. vic- victimhood is the opposite of introspection. Understood. So if, if you feel like a victim... You're definitely not being anxious because everybody is, is the problem and not you. And I'm sure you've met people like that. I, I've worked with people like, like, you would see them doing like really toxic things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, it's like, dude, that's, dude, that's messed up. What are you doing? Is yeah. It, yeah. Well, they're not doing realizing. It? Yeah. They're not realizing it. And the thing is, it's almost like they're doomed to repeat that, that, that toxic cycle. Cause yeah, they, they, they don't know. It. Then, yeah. <laughs> 
you know, like one time I remember um this this guy he came from Alaska, Alaska or something, somewhere, some <laughs> right? So Canada, some Alaska, a, somewhere. Yeah, we have. I'm gonna say A, but you say Canada, but okay, uh, something, some cold um, place, some cold place, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, it's, it's oftentimes the people who are toxic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the person in front of them isn't toxic, mm-hmm. because once you are carrying around toxicity, you're going to spread it, and everybody's going to reflect you. Because it's like, if you can't be confident about yourself, Ooh, yeah. no matter what anyone does, mm-hmm. they are going to be a reflection of your insecurity yeah. and your lack of confidence. Ooh, yeah. Everything is going to make you feel less confident. Wow. Right? And it's like, I found that to be just freaking profound because a lot of the times we feel like people are putting their insecurities on us. On us. But we don't, ever, it don't really see that it's we sometimes yeah. trying with insecurities at them. And sometimes all that's happening is that it's just, some of it is just bouncing back. Back, yeah. yeah. You know one of the saddest things I've ever seen happen? Like, and it's sad, like, in a weird, dumb way. Because <laughs> it's dumb. And it's, it seems insignificant. Mm-hmm. I had a friend, I think I call her name, like, Curlin. I don't know if you know Curlin. Curlin Williams. Curlin is, like, Amazing human, mm-hmm. just like I don't know. Talking to Curlin is yeah, like curling cool. We got curling 100%. Like, talking to her is like, it's like I don't know what to say. It's like a for me, it's purifying something about Ooh, she, yeah, something about I, she, yeah, something I about understand. she attitude and something about the way that she communicates to just like, yeah, make me feel peace. Yes, full. yes, don't know what it is. She got like need, a gift. You, you need those people, God, like a, when you just need a cleanse, cleanse, yes, like a cleanse. When you need a cleanse, okay, back on it. Curling is like a cleanse. And from the from the time I, I met her in, in Brisbane Productions when I was working there, like this was like maybe 12 years ago, two decades God, ago, so old man, about two decades uh, it's ago, like, it's like about 12 or 13 years ago, and I remember he had one time that curling was like, let's go up the road or something. And I, the way I responded to her was very mean. Mm-hmm. And she didn't like, she didn't respond like in kind. She didn't like argue with me. She didn't think. She just like kind of like shut down. And you see her like sad and she said, that's okay, no problem. And she walked off. And I... It completely oh, man. broke me. I know it would. It broke me down. Like it was like if she had responded the way that I like the way that I talked to her. Yeah. If you she responded in kind, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel as bad because then it would be like okay, me and you this, you know, me and you this. But she, the way she responded, it was just so meek and it was so like careful and so hurt. Aww. And to this day, I still remember oh, it because. Sometimes it when whenever I see myself like getting to that point, I was like, wait. Remember that. Time. Remember yeah, yeah, how it felt, yeah. That, this is not this is not how you really want to be. Yes. Yeah. This is not how you really want to be. It might be how you feel, but it's not what you really because this person does not deserve this. And mm-hmm. curling is like she's the moniker for me in my life, like for like that more kind kind of morality. Yeah. Like people don't deserve that. They don't. They, they, even if you feel like they do, mm-hmm. they really don't. Like, don't replicate yeah. a curling. That's like that's like one of my moral compass wow. needles. Whatever. And you got to like even and even to thinking people don't deserve that. Like yourself, you don't. You don't deserve. You that. don't deserve that. You don't deserve to 
put that image of yourself out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You don't deserve to put that energy into the universe. You could do something else. You could do something much better than this. Yeah. And, like, I think... I read something today I was talking about um, being a child. I think I put it up on my status or whatever. But it's like, when people say, like, well, that's just who I be. You just got to accept me. That's who I be. That's who I be. If you ain't want it, then that's you. And the person was saying that is childish. Mm -hmm. That's a childish statement. Because as an adult, you have the power to change what you want to change. Oh, and it's yeah. your responsibility to realize if what you're doing to people is toxic, uh, is, is, is um, negative. Like, you have to take responsibility for yeah. what you are doing. Yeah. You're not, not yeah. just tell them, accept it. Because that's who you that's be. That's who you be. No. And you have, like, what I've been, a word I've been getting this year. I don't know why. But see by your face, like, you're smiling. Can you? <laughs> I don't know what. You're smiling, making you smile. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. So, Frowning. No. You see that? So, I've been getting this word, like, creating yourself. Mm. Like, creating who you want to be. I, I mean, you hear it all the time. But I, I don't know. I think in my mind, I thought like, okay, your life already laid out in a sense and mm -hmm. you're just kind of discovering as you go and you know it's going to be revealed to you. But I don't know. Something been telling me like, no, you're creating it. You're creating it, yeah. So every little step that creates, like you're building, like you're building blocks, you're creating as you go and not just discovering the path. Yeah, sure. You know? Like, a, it's almost like there's no path. The path is you. <laughs> it sounds weird but it's true mm. like there's no we think that we have something laid out before us that we have to follow I think that was in my mind but that's yeah. not true you every day you make choices and yeah, if so anybody makes important. you feel like you don't have a choice that is somebody who is lying to you you have a choice with everything the consequences you might not like mm -hmm. but you do have a choice if you don't want to go to work you don't have to go to work you don't you just have to deal with the consequences yeah it, it, that's just that's that's how it is and the thing is whenever you think that you don't have a choice all of a sudden you don't have any power your life is at the, the is at the um the leisure of other forces yeah like, yes that's yeah. pathetic that's like if you think that's that that is sad and pathetic <laughs> that you carries don't have no choice and no say in what happens from mm -hmm. today to, to tomorrow tomorrow yeah you have no choice whatsoever so who is dictating what is going on in your life? Like, and, and this is not just for you. It's for me too. I'm saying the same thing yeah, to myself. Yeah. Like, we have to take responsibility for what we're doing. Like, if you're, if you're not happy, you have to... It, it might not be your fault. Will Smith said this. I keep saying this in my podcast. I love Will on. Smith though. Yeah, Will like, Smith right now. He does say some good shit. Yo, he really got it. He does, he does say some good shit. Like, That's how I want my life. Always like, just like, oh, when I 60, 70, you just want that energy. Like, yo, be doing damn. crazy. I hate when you feel like you got to tame yourself. Like, oh, I reached this age. And I need now to I got to, No, I want calm. I want to be lit. <laughs> lit. I want to be lit. Gary's <laughs> wants to be lit. Yes, I, can't, I can't. Okay. can't go so far. But well, still, I didn't tell him just now. You see, that's why I have to like have I have to be responsible. I can't just yeah, be, you do like, you do sometimes. I can't. But you do get I a just, bit out I of get hand. Out of hand. Yes, um, yeah. Damn it, out of hand. Yes, lit. Oh gosh, I was gonna feed into that and do something crazy too, but I was like, no, Carries. I made a choice. For I made a choice. Don't tame yourself for anybody. 
I'm joking. You might, you might got to tell yourself. You, you do. You do. Sometimes. Sometimes you got. You got to know when it's, it's appropriate. Yeah. Some things are not appropriate. <laughs> so what Big Willie say? Huh? What Big Willie said? So he was saying, he was, what he was talking about? He was talking about fault and responsibility. I, mm-hmm. keep, I keep saying this over and over and maybe people have heard it a hundred times. But mm-hmm. where you are in life might not be your fault. Like if you were abused as a child, the abuser, it's not your fault, mm-hmm. right? Some, somebody abused you, somebody raped you, somebody um, physically assaulted you. That might not, that, that might not be at you, your fault. You don't have to accept falsehood for that because yeah. that happened to you. But it is your responsibility to fix your life. Like, it's your responsibility to heal. It's your responsibility to mm-hmm. seek whatever treatment is necessary. It's your responsibility from whenever you realize it's your responsibility from then on forth. It's your responsibility to, to fix your life. It's not the person who hurt you responsibility to come and undo the trauma. They, they will never be able to do that. Yeah. Like human beings, some people don't even manifest. They don't even think that they hurt you. You know what I mean? Like that's a fact, yeah. And you, what, what you're gonna do? Spend the rest of your life trying to convince them that they hurt you? You can't. How is that helping you? It's doing nothing. Like there's nothing. If 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 you don't accept responsibility, there's nothing you could do to fix your life. There's no. You have no rudder. You're like a ship with a sail, no rudder, no way to change. Like as the wind blow, you're going. You go. Yeah. And we, I know of people like this. I know of people who have these tendencies. They might not, it might not be all over their life, yeah. but in some aspect of their life, they are like ships without rudders. They don't oh. have a say. Or they feel they like. They feel like, yeah. One or of they the, believe one, they don't They have. believe they don't have a say. And one time I remember um, dating this young lady. And she said, um, when she was 12 years old, she was raped by her sister's boyfriend. Wow. That is god-awful because he was a big man, right? Oh, my gosh. God-awful. She said from that point onward, she feel like her body doesn't really belong to her. So every relationship that she goes in, she leads with that. Oh, boy. No, that is a really sad case. That is an awful case. I think over time, it's gotten better and better and better. She's made steps to change that. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that instance it wasn't her fault that she got raped she didn't do anything to get raped she's a child yeah. whoever raped her the fault is on the person I always say the person who is oldest the elder is the person at fault at fault yeah boss man and young girls young oh, girls gosh. they made fast Listen. boss man need to take responsibility there's no fast young girl if a young girl approaches you and you you are older or you are an adult, it is your responsibility, responsibility. to put a, no, stop doing that. That's wrong. You're a child. No, no, we're not doing this. You cannot. No, you cannot persuade me to do nothing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's your responsibility. But in terms of being raped, it's not. It's not. It's not your fault. But if you don't fix it, you will continue to reap. The, the terrible terrible oh, yes. you, you'll, you'll continue to go through relationships racking up numbers and just racking up people being inside your soul and jumping up and down in your belly Lord Jesus right? oh, yeah, and, so. and, and you don't and the thing is you're going through it passively which is not something you're supposed to do mm-hmm. like if you're gonna have sex if at any point you're gonna share your body with a lot of yeah. soul this is supposed to be something that you want want yeah it, I don't think it's of any 
I don't think in any spectrum it's supposed to be that you feel like you don't have any say in this. This is your body. But it's all, it, the responsibility starts from your mind. Like you have to take responsibility first. Yes. And that's what Will Smith said. He was like, yeah. I, I found it to be profound as hell. Because for me, it changed my life too. Because it's wow. like, what am I not taking? What am I, what am I blaming my inadequacies on? Am I blaming them on a past experience? Mm-hmm. Am I blaming them on my parents? Am I blaming them on some girl who dumped me? Yeah, yeah. What am I blaming this, these traits that I don't like on? Because I'm blaming them on something. Yeah. So you, you do that as well. Like, take time to check yourself. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Stephen just get about his seat, eh? Okay. I I um I think that with the relationship that I'm in currently, um what it has taught me is that I am a human being with as much flaws as I have positive things. Yep. And a lot of them I didn't know because I didn't know. Like I thought they were okay. Yeah. I didn't even see my flaws. I was like, it's just, yeah, just my makeup. That's me, man. Yeah, yeah that's my jeans. Uh-huh. No. This is a behavior and this is bad. This is not good. This is not good for you. It's not good for anybody. Like, people might like be able to gloss over it because yeah. they love you over it. But this needs, you need to sort this out for yourself so that you could be better. You. Oh, God. See, when I feel like you'll be a good father. Me? Yeah, the lecture you're giving right now, like yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, but continue. Sorry, let's. I just, I just saying, like, like being interest, like looking inside and finding what makes you tick emotionally, why you do things, understanding the why mm-hmm. is important because you, you really can't fix a problem that you don't know exists. Right. Um, and if you see your flaws, then you're much more empathetic to other people's flaws too. Yeah. Because they have them. And you might Ooh, see them easier than you see yours. That is so true. Yeah. That is so true. Like when you when you know your flaws and you see other persons doing certain things, you'll be like, okay, I understand how it feels to feel like that. They just need to check themselves. But you could relate. Like, okay, I understand. I understand. You could give them a little, you know, break. Let's fix that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dude, check it. It's it. showing. You yeah. can get it together. <laughs> you need to pull that curtail up, boy. <laughs> yeah. You grab yourself by your bootstraps. I really hate that saying, you know, how do you grab yourself up by your bootstraps? By your bootstraps? You can't pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Can't you? You could pull up your bootstraps. Okay. But you can't pull yourself. Grab yourself. Oh. You can't. Say- the, the, the saying is pull mm-hmm. yourself up by your bootstraps. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But there's no way to pull yourself up. By your bootstraps. You could pull your bootstraps <laughs> up. You can't pull yourself up. The only way to pull yourself up when I go home. is to reach higher than yourself and grab and pull. But your bootstraps are on the ground. Mm-hmm. So you're going to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You can't do that. That's not how physics work. I know. I'll try it when I go home. Try it when you go home. Yeah. And take a video. I'll let you know. Take a video. I want to see you, I want to see you um, what do you call that? Levitate. levitate. Yeah. I'll see you levitate by your bootstraps. All like, right. Stephen, I'm doing it. I'm going to levitate. Like, okay, she did it. She pulled herself yes. up. But she, I do understand the principle. I understand the thoughts. All right, Carice, thank you so much for being on the show, Carice. I really, really appreciated you being here. I had a good time. I, I did as well. Oh, okay, I hope you had a good time. Yes. Great. Guys, you've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. We had Doctor of Dance, <laughs> Carice Hanley. <laughs> <Listen. sitting> <laughs> as usual. So my time I laugh like a chimp. And you you got edit out those. 
pants, the laughing. You know, guys, Carrie actually believes that I am going to edit this show. I you think have Carrie's to. You have mistake. to see one. I mean, the doctor is mistaken. Like, I said some weird shit. Like, they had some points where I was like, what are you saying? You got to edit them, Steven. Hell no. That's oh all that. Well, I just won't listen. Because sometimes they say some nonsense, though. So I was editing me. That that gonna be happening. No, you are right. You you you're saying. Oh, guys. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to Objectively Incorrect as usual. I'm your boy Stephen Smith, and peace. No gang signs.